When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don't forget about our friend Billy over at Aqueduct Plumbing Company. We love them over there. They are uh, taking care of everybody in Houston for all their plumbing needs. So reach out to them if you need them. 281-488-6238. That is 281-488-6238 or aqueductplumbingcompany.com. They are at your disposal, and we truly do appreciate them for being so supportive of the podcast and uh, everything else that we've done. So thank you, guys. Well, the number one story at ESPN.com this morning. Now, in fairness, the main, what you would call dynamic lead, is a picture of Brock Purdy. And it says, judging overreactions from Sunday, Brock Purdy better for 49ers than Jimmy G? Question mark? Okay, that's the dynamic lead on the website. So that is important to note. But on the other side of things, there is a little box that says top headlines. What is considered the top headline at ESPN? Because you're if you're assuming that... Those are the top headlines. If they go in order, you would think the top is either the most recent or the most important, right? Like if you go down to the bottom, let's see, let's count how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's about nine of them. The very bottom is Paul Silas, three-time NBA champ and coach dies at 79. Of course, that happened yesterday. Then you've got Jets, White, Tufts out lost, Titans quarterback job grip. Okay. By the way, speaking of that Jets game, I was watching it. Tony Romo was doing it. And everybody loves to blow Tony Romo for predicting things right. Well, as White was walking back to the locker room holding his ribs, Tony goes, yeah, he's not coming back in, Jim. No way he's coming back in. Of course, he came back in. So once again, Romo was wrong. You know, everybody loves to blow the guy because he says, oh, Jimmy, they're going to run or they're going to pass. And everybody thinks that that's somehow incredible. Once again, Romo is wrong. But I'm just looking at all of these different things that are considered top headlines by ESPN, right? I mean, it says it above it, top headlines. Anybody care to guess what the top headline at ESPN.com is as I sit here at uh, about 9 o'clock-ish uh, on the, uh, in the central time zone? The number one top headline is Brittany Griner dunks in first hoops workout in 10 months. That, friends, is the top headline at ESPN.com. Not, well, you know, Debo Samuel got hurt, but Brock Purdy was awesome and just dominated Tom Brady, the GOAT. No, that's not the number one story. The number one story is not Russell Wilson has a concussion uh, for a crappy football team. No, and he was having his best game of the year, and they were rallying. But no, that's not the top story. 
The top story is not that a an active football coach in the SEC is like within an inch of losing his life. I mean, as I sit here this morning, there's no news about whether or not Mike Leach has died or if he's survived or what. As of right now, I would assume he's still alive. But Mike Leach, hospitalized in Jackson, that is not the top story. Oh, no, not the top story. An active SEC football coach may die. That's not the top story. The top story is that a giant basketball playing lady who got popped for being stupid and not knowing the rules in Russia dunked a basketball in practice. How do you even write a story about this? I'm curious. Let me read the story. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, let's see here. Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner pulled on a pair of black Chuck Taylor sneakers, Phoenix Sun shorts, and a T-shirt touting Title IX and picked up a basketball Sunday for the first time in almost 10 months. Her first act was a dunk, says TJ Quinn. Of ESPN. This is spectacular. Congratulations. You're a tall broad who dunked a basketball. Heroes don't all wear capes. Some of them scissor. Uh, Griner is still at uh, Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio, where she was taken after a release from Russian prison last week with no immediate plans to leave. Uh, And despite the light workout, she said the 32-year-old Griner isn't ready to say when or if she plans to return to the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury. Uh, Griner has not spoken publicly since her return, but should issue a statement this week. Griner and her wife, Sherelle, uh, have been staying in a hotel on the base, reuniting with family members and deciding what to do with her freedom. Deciding what to do with her freedom. I don't know. Go home. Go do something. Like It's not like a huge decision. You've been in prison for 10 months. What to do with your freedom? Go about your life. Griner got a haircut Sunday morning from the San Antonio Spurs barber, cleaning up the dramatic cut she elected to have two weeks ago. Griner's attorney told ESPN last week that the player's famously long hair kept freezing in the cold of the Russian penal colony. It was a simple decision, but one that was taken as a promising sign that she felt a sense of agency during her confinement. Okay. Uh, Let's see. This is a a considerably long story about someone dunking a basketball and whether or not she's going to play in the WNBA, which, honest to God, no one's going to see anyway. Bless her heart. No one cares. Like, if we're going to get into, like, even somewhat of a conversation about this, which I don't plan to do a bunch of, but the Brittany Griner thing is all politics, right? Like, the, the Republican people are just annoyed by it because who the hell cares? And the liberal people care about it because the Republican people say it's not that big of a deal. So the liberal people have to make it sound like it's the biggest, most profound thing ever. That this woman that most of them had never even heard of before, didn't even know what she did, um, that these people 
are all into it now. That's why they care. Like these li- these liberals are such frauds on this shit. They don't know Britney Grinder. They don't care about Britney Grinder. They don't watch the WNBA. They don't give two fucks about it. And they'll go back to not knowing anything about the WNBA or Britney Grinder now. It's all about the politics of it, right? The Republican people say things like, well, there's the, there, are, there are prisoners, there are military prisoners who fought for our country have not been released, yet this asshole Joe Biden makes it a case to let Brittany Griner out because of political reasons, because of political gain, because of uh, 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 the, the, the visual of it all. And they'd be right, by the way. That's 100% accurate. Nobody really gives a shit about Brittany Griner or anybody in the WNBA. Uh, but so because Republican people feel this way about it, liberal people think that it's the worst thing ever that this woman was imprisoned and she must be let out and she is a hero. That's how the two sides work. If one side feels one way, the other side has to feel the other way just because the other side feels that way. If we shot people up with truth serum and said, did you even know who Brittany Griner was? Like if we walked into a Starbucks in Palo Alto, California, if we walked in and we found some hipster of the hipsterish, you know, people with you know, like nose rings and lip rings and, and dreadlocks for some reason, and if we walked into a Starbucks, or not even a Starbucks, let's say we walked into some hipster coffee joint that's just local because we refuse to go to Starbucks. Let's say you go to some local hipster coffee joint. You walk in and you've got your, you know, you've, you're just, you got a pen and pad and you're going to write down how many people know who Brittany Griner is. If you would walk in there before all this happened and say, you know what, I want, I want your thoughts on Brittany Griner. What do you think about Brittany Griner? 99% of the hipsters with the nose rings and the Doc Martens and everything else, 99% of those people, you know what they would say? I don't know who that is. Because nobody cares. The only reason these liberals care about Brittany Griner is what she means politically to them. And what she means politically to them is it pisses off the right wing people. And that's all they give a fuck about. As long as it pisses off Sean Hannity and angry Twitter guys and M.W. Soulgroves and everybody else, as long as those people bitch about it or as long as those people say well you're not letting out actual military prisoners but you're letting out a women's basketball player that's where the lifeblood comes from for these liberal people they don't care about this they couldn't give two shits about the wnba you could you could give them courtside seats to every game they wouldn't fucking go because they don't care because the world does not give a fuck that's one of my biggest issues with the world is that nobody truly gives a fuck about most of this shit, but everybody has to act like they do because of the visual of it all. Like, who the hell cares? Who sits back and goes, yep, I care what people think so much that I have to pretend to know who Brittany Griner is, to know what Brittany Griner does for a living, and then when I find out what she does for a living, act like I give a shit about what she does for a living. Wish more people would just be honest and say, I don't give a fuck. Life would be so much better if we could just say, I don't give a fuck. Like, let me give you an example, right? So Dan Dockich, who's a very successful person, media person, used to coach basketball, then was on ESPN, has a very successful radio show in Indianapolis, works for uh, works for OutKick now and does a show. Uh, I think he's, I mean, I've never really listened to a lot of the stuff he does, but he's highly successful, and I respect people who are highly successful. Well, he's leaving this midday show for whatever reason. I'm guessing part of it is because he's an outspoken guy that people consider to be sexist, bigoted, racist, whatever. And part of his thing is that 
He's outspoken, loud, whatever. And he worked at a radio station that was owned by Emmis Communications for a long time in Indianapolis, but then that station was purchased by Radio One, or it might go by Urban One now, which is a company that owns black radio stations. And I don't think the outspoken, conservative-sounding guy is going to be big in the office of Urban One or Radio One, right? Okay. So I don't know if they fired him or if they just agreed to mutually part ways, but he's out in Indianapolis and decided to work for OutKick. That was his choice. He said, I chose to work for OutKick instead of radio in Indianapolis. Fine. Well, there's a story from this Barrett Sports Media that was written by some schmo at Barrett Sports Media, Garrett Garrett Searite. I don't know who that is. But he wrote a story about Dan Dockich, and one of the quotes from it is, even after all those controversies, of which there have been many, I remained a Dockage fan, working on separating the art from the artist. Is there a right or wrong way to feel about Dan Dockage? Here's an idea, slap dick. Feel how you want to feel about the fucking guy and stop asking people how you should feel. It's you, bro. It's you. Feel how you want to feel. Who gives a flying fuck what other people say you should feel? Oh, I don't think you should like him. Well, then I guess I won't like him then because the world told me not to. Fuck the world. Be you. Do you. Be who you are. Stop being concerned about what people tell you you should feel or think. It's dumb and you sound like a bitch. And I've been guilty of that. I get that. But we all sound like bitches when this happens. When we sit there and say, hey, how should I feel about this? Fuck everybody else. You only go around this fucking merry-go-round one goddamn time. Feel how you want to feel and enjoy what you enjoy. Dig what you dig. And if you really dig it, do it twice. Stop worrying about what the fucking internet has to say about how you feel about something. It's one thing if the internet tells you that you suck. I can see where you get worked up over that. But to sit here and go, yeah, man, I got to know, if the internet tells me that I shouldn't like Dan Dockage, I don't think I should like Dan Dockage. Oh, go fuck yourself. What a stupid opinion. What a stupid question. These people, people are fucking stupid. They're out of their fucking minds. Just like what you like. You don't need permission to like anything. If there's something you dig, who cares what people think? It's fascinating how people operate. I like the Dan Dockett show. Is that okay? But what if people look at me differently because I like this show? Then fuck them. They're not your friends anyway. If somebody doesn't like you because of a radio show you listen to, one of my best friends, you know what he texted me one day out of the blue? One of my best friends. Sent me a text. I mean, I've been best friends with this guy since high school. He's one of my three or four best friends in the universe. Like, I've, I love this guy. Stayed the night at my house a thousand times when we were growing up. He asks, do you know who Nick Wright is? I said, yeah, I know who Nick Wright is. I have issues with him. We don't really like each other. Whatever. He goes, oh, I watch his show on Fox, and I think he's really smart, and I think he's good at what he does. And I was, like, floored by this. I'm like, you like this shit? Like, okay, if that's what you're into, fine. But I didn't go, well, now that I found out that my best friend from high school likes Nick Wright, I guess we can't be friends anymore. I guess that's that. Well, that's not how it works, friends. But I guess for Garrett Searight, who needs permission to like the Dan Dockett show. And I love the story title, The Dan Dockett Dilemma. What you see with Dan Dockage is what you get. He's brash, opinionated, unconcerned with your opinion of him. Okay, cool. How about you be unconcerned with people's opinion of you? At least Dan Dockage, I'll give him this. He might say dumb shit and I might disagree with it sometimes. Fine. Like I read some of the shit he said, I go, I disagree with that. But you know what? 
at least, I go, eh, you know what? I respect the fact that, you know, he is unconcerned with your opinion. You, sir, are far too concerned with the opinion of the world if you're worried about what people think about you for listening to a fucking radio show. Yeah, imbeciles.